0: welcome to step struggles i'm your host brooke and i'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families all too often step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times my goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one let's discuss this week's struggle Happy Friday. I hope you guys are all having a great week and had a good Easter. We had a nice family dinner last weekend and the kids ran around hunting for eggs. We didn't get to talk to my stepkids because my stepdaughter is the one we mostly talk to and things just kept getting pushed. She's got a very active social life so we didn't get to talk to them until Monday but um It was one of those moments for me that made me realize how much I've grown and stopped letting things bother me because a few years ago, that would have ruined my entire weekend. So happy that it didn't, happy that I didn't allow that to happen. And we still got to talk to them, and everything was great. And it was her that, you know, She was the reason that we didn't get to talk to them because she's a 14-year-old girl. She had plans with her friends and that's it. It wasn't Biomom's fault. It wasn't something she did. It wasn't something that made her happy or that she wanted to have happen where I know that a lot of stepmoms would go there. So today I'm going to be talking about Biomom and our feelings towards her and The way that we can kind of get around the stress that she causes in our life without changing her because that's something you're never going to do. And I'm not trying to make excuses for bio mom in your situation. She might be the most high conflict person ever. She might deliberately try to ruin everything for you and that may never end. However, your power is in, you know, reframing the way you see things and the way you receive what she does, not the actual act of what she does. So I put a question box out today asking um, what bothers people the most about biomom where they struggle the most. So I'm going to go through those, um, some of these points and just kind of touch on where we're at and how we can shift how we see these things to try and shed new light and maybe give you some some of the control back and and allow you to be happier with your situation. So the first one is respecting my position. So this one's a lot. The lack of respect from bio mom to step mom is infuriating. And so often there are so many complaints about this because it's infuriating. There's no reason that they shouldn't respect you. You have sacrificed so much for their children. You are trying your best and you're walking on eggshells and you're doing everything you can to please her kids, please her, not do something that's going to upset the dynamic, not do something that's going to cause more conflict. And then it ends up happening anyways. So it's very frustrating and I get it. But let's think about what that means. So her respecting your position, what do you want from her? What exactly do you want her to respect about your position? Do you want her to Put you on the emergency contact list at school? Would that be respecting your position? And if she's not doing that, is she really doing it to spite you? Or did she not think about it? Or is there somebody else that picks them up? Do you even want to be the one to be called in the middle of the day to go pick up your stepkid if something goes wrong? There's so much to it. Like, so often as stepmoms, we are fighting for a place in the family and a place. In the kids' lives. And when things like that happen, we are so frustrated because it's another reminder that we're not there yet, or that she is not accepting that we are there, or whatever. But it, a, a lot of the time, it's coming from our insecurity about not feeling, um, you know, like we have our own place or like we're a real parent, even though you are. You, you know, you're in this these kids lives. And that's, you know, the gym teacher isn't with them all the time, but that's still their teacher, right? They're still having an impact on their life in some way. So to take that away from you, nobody can do that because if you're there doing the thing and you want to be a parent to them, then that's all you need. You just need to be there doing the things. You don't need to be on the emergency contact list. They don't need to call you mom. It doesn't need to be, you know, you don't need to fully be the mom, to be a parent and to be having that impact on their lives. So just try to let all the other stuff go and focus on the relationship you have with the kids and what you're bringing to their lives. And, you know, in the long run, it's all going to fall into place. So um, as far as her respecting your position, I I would love to know what it is about her actions or what she's doing that makes you think that she doesn't respect your position. And I'm going to tell you that, You know, nine times out of 10, the bio mom is not respecting your position because either she's threatened by you or she can't, she can't accept that you have as big a role in the kids' lives than you do, or she doesn't really think much about it. Maybe when they're gone, she just goes on and lives her life and doesn't really consider what goes on in the other house. And all of these things are fair, you know, they are two have feelings and they're people and they have emotions and it's gotta be hard. I can't I can't argue with that. If my kids had a stepmom, that would be hard for me. And I like to think that I would give her the benefit of the doubt and want to get to know her and have respect for her and love that she's there taking care of my kids and loving them. But the other side of me would worry that I would be jealous and that I would feel insecure about it and be worried that she was a better mom than me or that they enjoyed their time with her better or whatever whatever insecurities could creep in i i would worry about that so her inconsistency is another thing that a lot of people um, have a hard time with and again what specifically does that mean is it that she says she's gonna come pick up the kids and then she doesn't or she's changing plans all the time or she says she's gonna enforce the rules in her house and then she doesn't and You know, is this a personality type? Because if it is, it's not going to change, right? If she's the type of person that just, you know, the wind blows and so does and changes her mood, then that's the person she is. And if you have friends like that, it probably doesn't bother you as much as it does when it's the bio mom. So try and think about what exactly it is that bothers you about her. Consistency, is it that it's affecting your life? Is it that it... It's just a character trait that you don't appreciate. Is it that you think she's doing it on purpose to affect your life? Is it that you think she is affecting the kids and their development because she tells them things and then doesn't follow through? I think getting to the root of what it is that really bothers you is important because sometimes it's just that you want things about her to dislike and you want proof that You not liking her is valid because of X, Y, Z. And so I think just thinking about that and thinking about ways to not let it bother you because she's going to be who she's going to be and letting her inconsistency affect you is only really hurting you. She doesn't care. So um, that's something that's a little deeper to go into. I know I'm just kind of brushing over things here but I don't want to get too deep into it because everybody's a little bit different so but I I think think about it think about what it is for you that really is the root of that irritation um she meddles in her life and creates chaos yeah they do that <laughs> and again could be so many reasons for it she could just want to irritate you She might be feeling like she's got a lack of control over her kids and and what's going on in their lives. And that's stressful for her. It could be insecurity. There could be a bunch of reasons that she's doing that. But if the chaos is being created, you are contributing. You can do things to, you know, center your world and not let the outside affect you and her shenanigans stir up so much chaos, you know, and again I know I'm brushing over this I know that there are some cases that are extreme and that the bio mom is extremely high conflict and that there's you know different scenarios that you don't have any control over but if she's just creating chaos in the way you, that you know you're responding or you guys are fighting about things and it's constant back and forth think about what you cannot go back with you know if she sends you you know a 12 paragraph text message about what a terrible job you guys are doing and whatever. Pick out the things that you actually need to respond to and leave the rest of it. What she thinks of you is her business. It doesn't matter. She can say whatever she wants and she is going to say whatever she wants. No matter what you say back to her, you're never going to convince her she's wrong. You're never going to get her to believe you or side with you or whatever you're trying to do. Stop trying to prove yourself. You don't have to. And it's just causing you more frustration all the back and forth. So again, pick out things that actually need a response and ignore the rest. Don't worry about it. You fighting with her is only making her more happy. If you just ignore it, that's going to irritate her. And it's, you know, you don't owe her that argument. Doesn't tell us about important events. Ugh, I get this one. I know how frustrating it is, and again, it makes you feel like she doesn't respect your position in her, their life. Their dad doesn't get to know about things. You guys are missing out on things, and it's frustrating. So my suggestion is like get onto the school Facebook page or get in contact with the people who are running these events. You know, if they, it's a, it's a coach or whatever get more involved in their activities so that you're being told by a third party about events that are happening in their lives. And it's not always going to be up to her, right? The kids are going to get older, they're going to tell you whatever they're going to tell you without her. So again, try not to let it be a huge focus, because that's, it's, it can cause more Um, frustration and upset when you focus so much on the fact that she doesn't tell you right the fact that you didn't know is the real problem find other ways to find out and try not to focus too much on she won because we weren't there and whatever it's not a competition stop competing with her it only remains a competition the more you give her the ability to play the other side right so if you're not fighting against her I always tell my kids this if they're he's chasing me he's chasing me they fight about the other one chasing them so I tell them just to stand there and then I tell the other one to chase him and they just both stand there looking so confused they can't compete with somebody who's not competing they can't chase somebody who's not running away so just try to not see it as her versus you and her not telling you made her win and then you pile on the How frustrated and upset you are because, again, this is another thing that she's done to you. Try and find a way to get the information and let it go, right? The things that you don't get the information on, oh, well, it's there's nothing you can do to change it. It happened, it's in the past. What can we do to not let that happen again and move forward? And it's not going to be convincing her that she needs to tell you or taking her to court or whatever. It's that's not the solution because she doesn't care. So, Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Her power to manipulate the kids. This one is upsetting and it's sad and it's not fair to the kids and it's not fair to you and to their dad or to anybody. But in the end, this is going to likely come back and hurt her and it'll hurt the kids for sure. It's hard. It's hard to watch. But I think in this situation it's important to teach your kids critical thinking and just if they say something that sounds like it maybe was just told to them then just ask them what they think about that you know and just start training them to to think about things for themselves if you know they're like well my mom said that person's horrible or whatever do you think that what What have they done and if they're like yes I do okay what have they done to make you feel that they're horrible and just ask them questions that make them actually think about things themselves and not just take anyone's word for it. Because it's important for kids to have their own way of thinking their own mind and, and speak their own mind, no matter what kind of parents they have, right? We want to raise strong kids who have their own opinions and are able to use their voice. So just teaching them, I mean, never, I don't, I'm not telling you to go and say that they should go and question their mom or fight back with her or challenge what their mom said or anything but just getting them to use their own brain and see things through their own lens. And, you know, it'll develop over time and they'll start to see things more clearly, hopefully. And, you know, they'll look back and realize what their mom did to them and nobody's going to have respect for that. So I feel sorry for the women that are out there doing this because often it is out of insecurity and they're trying to keep their kids on their side or, you know, they're using them as a confidence tool or whatever, and it, it is harmful and I'm, my heart goes out to you. I know, I know it's hard. Um, every text includes a lie or a lack of responsibility or accountability. Um, this one, I, I, I know, I can feel your frustration because I've heard this so many times about, you know, just the lying and the the fact that she can never take responsibility for what she does or her part in anything. And she's constantly blaming or she's trying to say something that didn't happen or isn't true or whatever. But again, we're not going to change her, right? So either you can let it frustrate you or you can read everything with a grain of salt. Know that it's probably not the true story. It's probably not the full picture. And just pick and choose what what you want to take from the conversation, because a lot of the time, the two houses aren't exactly very upfront with each other. A lot of the time we're trying to paint a picture of what things are like on our side, knowingly or not, and just trying to be the better house or be the better parents or whatever. Again, it's the competition, right? So you don't need to hold her accountable. If that's not your job, it's not her job to hold you accountable. And if that's what she's trying to do, again, choose what you need to respond to. You don't need to respond to everything. So if she says that you did whatever it is, as long as it's not something that, you know, abuse or whatever, if she says that you were late picking them up from school on your time or you let them eat chocolate before 10 a.m. or whatever she thinks that you did that is so wrong, don't acknowledge it. It's not her business. What goes on in your house is not her business. Just like what goes on in her house is not your business. So as long as the kids are safe, that's really all that matters. And don't worry about holding her accountable. She's not going to be held accountable by you. Whether she actually thinks she did something wrong or she's responsible for something, who knows? You're not going to know because she's not going to admit that to you because she wants you to think that she's whatever she wants you to think. So Stop trying. It's exhausting. Trying to constantly prove that this woman is a liar and that she is not an adult and that she can't even see past herself and thinks that she does no wrong and whatever. It's exhausting. And it's not doing you any favors to try and prove this or point it out to her or be frustrated by it or talk about it, you know, constantly with your husband or your friends or whoever that's who she is, right? Or at least who she is to you. So let it go. Who cares? You know, you know that she's not being honest. So do what you need to do to figure out what you actually need to do or listen to and move on. Um, yeah. And then, so that's pretty much it. You know, she's dramatic. She's manipulative. She has no respect. She has no respect for me, my house, my rules. She's constantly causing chaos. I get it. I mean, this is the most common thing that I talk about to stepmoms who book coaching with me. It's it's a difficult position to be in. I mean, it's not what anybody ever wanted, right? We didn't have kids hoping that one day there would be some other woman with their dad helping to raise them. And we didn't grow up thinking, I hope that I'm raising somebody else's kids and having to deal with my partner's ex for the rest of my life. It's not, it's not the dream, but that doesn't mean that it can't be everything that we've ever wanted or that it can't be a great life and that it's all worth it, you know? So I think doing our part in trying to limit the chaos and limit the power that she has over us, especially if she's not overly friendly, can really help. And it's not letting her win. So often we see it as Well, she doesn't get to win. She doesn't get to just do whatever, and I always have to take the high road. It feels like that at first. I get that. It feels like that. When you first start trying to let the things go or move on or shift the way you see it, it feels like you're giving up the fight and you're just letting her win. But the reality is, you are taking the power back for yourself and letting yourself live in peace without her getting to you every time she sends a text message or every time you hear that she contacted your partner or that she sends you an email or whatever the name popping up shouldn't bother you so much right ideally I mean I'm not saying it's wrong that it does because it does most of us so but getting to a point where that isn't happening anymore that's when you win that's when you win so hope you could have taken something from this and I didn't irritate you because I know sometimes we get annoyed when we try to say that we have any control over any of this because I mean we don't we don't have control over her but we do have control over our own piece so that's what I'm trying to say. All right well I appreciate you guys. I am going to pack for a trip that we have tomorrow because this is who I am. And I'm the most last minute person ever. So we're leaving tomorrow after work and going to Victoria to visit one of my oldest friends. So I'm really excited. We tried to do this once before, but I had to go see my dad instead. He wasn't doing well. And now he's doing well and I get to go see my friend and her kids and her husband with my husband. And we're leaving our children with my parents. So I'll tell you all about it next week and hope you guys have a great week and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you would like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.